Welcome to As the Season Turns, a podcast following each month of the year. As the hedgerows change, the full moons come and go, and nature takes its course in the garden. I'm Leah Lander, as a nature writer and author of The Almanac, A Seasonal Guide. And this podcast is brought to you by Fern, makers of small-batch organic natural perfume, who blend, barrel-age and bottle four fragrances a year, released at the equinoxes and solstices. We hope that this brief guide to what to look for in the month ahead will awaken you to the rhythms of the year and help you, in the words of the poet Ray Carver, settle deeper into the seasons. It's April, and there's no denying now that the year is getting into full swing. There is a sense now of life tripping over itself to get on, and it's all around us. You have to remember that because our year in the British Isles is so strongly seasonal, our wildlife and plants only have so long to get everything done. They have to find mates, have babies, and bring them to the sort of toughened and mature state that will allow them to get through a cold winter, all within the few warmer months. So it's no wonder that the hedgerows and gardens are a bit of a frenzy now, as everything cracks on with the first task of the growing year, if you catch my drift. It's certainly a lively and hopeful time for us too. The sun feels ever warmer, and day length is stretching noticeably day by day. It's a good time of year. The naming of April in the languages of the British Isles. Givlane in Scots Gaelic, April in Scots and Ulster Scots, Avrain in Irish Gaelic, Avril in Manx, Evril in Welsh, Ebril in Cornish and Avri in Gerier. The Fasti Praenestini is an ancient Roman calendar carved in marble, or at least the remains of it. Only parts of January, March, April and December survive, but it has left a tantalising clue as to the origins of the name of this month. The Roman month Aprilis is derived from Aperio, to open, and the fasti has an idea as to why. Fruits and flowers and animals and lands and seas do open this month, it says. Most of the names for April in the languages of the British Isles appear to have originated with Aprilis, with the possible exceptions of the Irish Gaelic Avrain and the Scots Gaelic Giblane, which may come from Breon, meaning drops of rain. The Welsh Romany name for April is Brishin Descaro, Month of the Rains. The Hedgerow in April. Last month, a few buds appeared over the dark brown twigginess of the hedgerow. But during the showery and ever-warming month of April, the hazel, blackthorn and hawthorn start to properly green up joined by a general unfurling and uncurling of soft shield fern, western polypody, male fern and heart's tongue fern all along the damp hedge bottom. And here comes the blossom in abundance. Wild cherry, elder and the start at the great hawthorn blooming, now visited by green-veined white, holly blue, orange tip and speckled wood butterflies, all starting to emerge from their winter chrysalises. Red-tailed bumblebee queens are visiting all of the flowers now, 
to fuel up after they emerge from their winter hibernation underground. Jack by the Hedge, Starry White Greater Stitchwort, and Dog Violet and the very first of the Bluebells are out. By night, Badger Cubs start to explore around the entrance to their set, staying close to their mother. Bank Foles are producing their first litters of the season from their grass-lined nests beneath the roots. Stoats produce one litter per year around now, kept cosy during the unpredictable spring weather in their fur-lined burrows. Pairs of chaffinches have started building their nests together, lining them with softest moss, wool and feathers, so that the female can lay three to six pale eggs splotched with brownish red. Greenfinches are taking much less fastidious care, making a rough and ready nest in dense bushy parts of the hedgerow in which to raise their own broods this year. Flower of the month in April has to be the bluebell. The bluebell has a bit of a funny Latin name. Hyacinthoides non scripta. Hyacinthoides is from the Latin and it means like a hyacinth. In other words, it's not a hyacinth, but it's a bit like one. Non scripta is Latin for not written and it relates to the mythical hyacinth of Greek legend created from the blood of dying hyacinthus and written on in tears by his lover Apollo. Basically, the non scripta part of the name is a way of saying, and it's not that hyacinth either. Its common names are English bluebell, wild hyacinth, fairy flower, bell bottle, and woodbell. Bluebell woods produce one of the great natural spectacles of the British Isles this month and next. Exact timing depends on where you are and how cold it has been, but start planning yourself a woodland walk. This is the woodland floor grabbing its moment in the brief period between winter ending and the canopy filling out and blocking light, a temporal niche filled with a sea of purple-blue. The most stunning shows will be under the canopies that cast the densest summer shade, as this suppresses competing ground cover and lets the bluebells dominate. Bluebells are indicator species for ancient woodland, so their presence suggests that a wood dates back to at least 1600. You can buy bulbs from a reputable supplier in autumn. It's illegal to lift them from the ground, by the way. But do consider if your efforts will really rival the sight of a bluebell wood in full purple haze, or if this one is best left to nature. One of the many jobs you can do in the flower garden this month is to plant peonies. Peonies are the most luxurious cut flowers that you can grow yourself. Their season is brief but glorious. And if you can squeeze a plant in, do. You'll be so glad for a few weeks a year. Buy bare root plants now and plant them out immediately. Coral Charm is a soft salmon pink and fully double. Immaculate is pure white with two distinct rings of petals. While Sarah Bernhardt is softest pink. While you're out in the garden, look out for spring flowers that you can bring into the house. How about a little glass of blues? forget-me-nots, pulmonaria and grape hyacinths, or a posy of fritillaries and anemones, or a big vase of blossom and pussy willow. This month's full moon falls on the 27th of April at 4.32am, 
but as this moment falls so early in the morning, the best evening to see it at its fullest will be the 26th. The medieval names for the full moon often reference agricultural markers, and none more so than April's. Budding moon, new shoots moon, and seed moon, which neatly tell you everything you need to know about the atmosphere and thrust of this month. April is still, of course, the time for seed sowing, just as it would have been in medieval times. Under April's full moon, the countryside is no longer bare with dark twigs and stems. A soft fuzz of brightest green covers the black branches and fluffs of blackthorn and damson blossom are appearing, bright pinpricks of white in the moonlight. The nights are shortening, lightening and losing their sharp chill, and the seeds that fell to the ground last autumn are finding warming earth and moisture and are starting to germinate. Using the crescent moon to navigate. There are a few ways of using the moon to tell direction, and this is the simplest. It's not particularly accurate, but it will give you a rough reading. The crescent moon can be used to point to south when viewed in the northern hemisphere and north when viewed from the southern. Draw an imaginary line between the two points of the crescent and extend it down to the ground. Where it meets the ground will be south, or thereabouts, and will be more accurate when the moon is not too close to the horizon. This works because the sun and moon follow the same path east to west across the sky so the sun is always east or west of the moon, except a new moon when they are in step. As the phases of the moon are just the reflected light of the sun, the crescent moon will always be pointing towards the east or west, and the imaginary line is perpendicular to this, and so points south. The spring tides are the most extreme tides of the month with the highest rises and falls, useful if you're going rock pooling or fossil hunting along the coast or mudlarking on tidal rivers. They always fall a couple of days after the new moon and the full moon. And the dates for this month's spring tides are around the 1st, the 14th and the 15th, and the 28th to the 30th. During the course of April, day length increases by 2 hours 20 minutes to 15 hours and 29 minutes in Inverness and by 2 hours and 46 minutes to 14 hours 40 minutes in Padstow. Easter's association with eggs is one of the great threads that stretches from the present back into the ancient past. We know that eggs are partly associated with Easter because egg-free Lent created a backlog to be eaten, decorated and rolled down hills with joyful abandon on Easter Sunday. However, there may be far older pagan associations connected to the feeling of rebirth and fertility that comes with the equinox and with moving out of the dark half of the year and into the light. Decorating eggs has a long and certainly pre-Christian tradition in Eastern Europe and Persia. The earliest record of it in the British Isles is in the 13th century, when King Edward I ordered 450 eggs to be decorated as Easter gifts, though the practice may well have been going on unrecorded for some time before that. To decorate an egg, first make a small hole at the top and another at the bottom. Put your mouth to the top hole and blow the egg contents into a bowl, saving them for an eggy dish. 
Wash the egg through and then paint felt tip or stick designs on it. Give decorated eggs to your friends and family as a symbol of this hopeful and expectant moment in the year. When spring comes in, the birds do sing, the lambs do skip and the bells do ring. This is when spring comes in, a traditional song which is a simple and joyful celebration of this lovely moment in the year, when winter is finally relinquishing its grip. And the cows live too. The violets in their sweet retire. The roses shining through the briar. And the daffodilies that we admire will die and fade away. Young men and maidens will be seen on mountains high and meadows green. They will talk of love and sport and play while these young lambs do skip away. At night they homeward wend their way when evening stars appear. Oh, the primrose blooms and the cowslip too. The violets in their sweet retire, the roses shining through the briar. And the daffodilies that we admire will die and fade away. April Garden Meditation Plenty of showers but also lots of sunshine are associated with April and with a bit of luck You will experience one or the other if you step outside and turn your face to the sky for five minutes. I've had rain here today, but it's just stopped, so everything is slick and wet. Take your shoes and socks off if you dare, and think about the earth warming beneath your toes. Imagine how the seas all around us are still cold, clinging on to that winter chill. Look closely at the rain and the raindrops. In some places, they will have turned whole leaves slick and shining. In others, they'll have formed pearls that wobble and then roll off at the slightest touch. Look for your best rain plant. Observe all the shades of green you can see and try and name them. Lime, emerald, moss. Notice the bees and insects visiting the blossom and the spring flowers. See the flowers through the insects' eyes as they're lured in by their beauty and scent and the nectar they hold. And then, think about the switch that those insects trip, which sets into motion a whole summer's worth of forming, swelling and ripening. That process is now beginning all around you. Thank you for listening to this month's episode. If you've enjoyed listening, please do like and subscribe. All episodes are released on the first of each month. You can read more about the year ahead in my book, The Almanac, A Seasonal Guide to 2021, available in all good bookshops. This podcast has been brought to you by Fern. Fern is a natural fragrance maker based in Somerset. Working with the rhythms of the seasons, they blend, barrel age and bottle, four fragrances a year, released at the equinoxes and solstices. Each fragrance is made to order for the names on the Fern production ledger. To join the ledger and find out more, visit www.fern.co.